What is up, guys, and welcome to the rundown. We're on week five of still week standing. five. Yeah, I know. One more week. Five weeks in January. It's kind of crazy. It, yeah, it is right. Five weeks. Yeah. But uh, you you hit on you can move mountains. You can move mountains in your life, and that was really it was crazy because my first thought is like a literal mountain, like moving a literal mountain. You talked about. Uh, like in Pike County, moving the mountain. That was kind of <laughs> For all my Pike County friends out there, yes, you know about mountains. That's Let's funny. go. But what do you mean by a mountain? Are you talking literal mountains or? Right. I think it's Mark 11 and Matthew 17. Or if you have faith of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, be moved. Or Jesus says, hey, you could say to this mountain, go throw yourself in the sea. And, and I lived in the mountains. I've never seen a mountain move, except yeah. for when they blast it, you know, and leveled it that way. But to move a mountain, it's really uh, in the scripture, there's mountains that are physical. And then uh, there's mountains that are considered kingdoms, like that's the mountain of the, the kingdom mountain. And then there's like immovable things or obstacles in front of you that you think is impossible. Mm -hmm. Like it's impossible for us to go move, throw a, pick up a mountain or say to a mountain, go, right? It's impossible. So sometimes we face impossible situations that people say, well, that's just my mountain I got to face, or it seems impossible. My marriage will never be fixed. It's impossible. Or I'll never break this addiction. It's impossible. Or uh, I'll never find a date. It's yeah. impossible. Or for me, I'll never grow graduate college. <laughs> yeah. It is impossible yeah, for that to happen. Too. So there's like a mountain in front of you that you think is immovable in your life. Why do you think sometimes we just accept them and we like, well, I just, this is just something I have to accept. It's not going to change. Well, I think a lot of times that well, there's a lot of things playing to that. I don't know how you raise your perspective, uh, what, what are you thinking, your thoughts. Um, but I think a lot of time, I think it might be just a lie from the enemy that, hey, you will always be like this. You will always be an addict. You will always have a broken marriage. You always will be broke. Um, you'll always uh, gossip. Mm -hmm. You'll always you just fill in the blank. You know, you're always going to be single. You're always going to be uh, not good enough. You're always going to never, you're not going to graduate. Like you keep filling in the blank, like these thoughts that the enemy lies, like, well, that's just how I am. I was well accepted because why it's impossible. It's immovable in my life. And so you just accept it. Like there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And if you have a mountain, you're facing a mountain in your life right now, you definitely go back and watch this sermon. It was really good. PD sort of hit on different steps to take, but what would be your very first step you would encourage someone to do right now that's facing a mountain? Well, if you're facing a mountain right now and you can fill in the blank, whatever mountain it may be. And we listen, we all have mountains. If you don't have a mountain, you just haven't lived long enough yet. Or you just, it was just moved. And guess what? Just around the corner, there's going to be another yeah. situation that just seems impossible. So the first thing that Jesus says to Peter, and so let's break the context real quick. Jesus curses a fig tree. The fig tree dies. The next day when Peter walks by, he's like, the tree that you cursed is dead. How's that possible? How, how does how's it even work? And Jesus goes and said, well, if you have this much faith, then you can say this mountain be rooted. So that was the impossible situation because he's never seen somebody curse a fig tree and die instantly. But the first thing Jesus says to him is the number one thing you've got to do is says you have to put faith in God. There's a big difference there because a lot of times people put faith in their faith. Like you got to put your faith in the object. My faith right now is in this chair. Yeah. This chair is the object the object of my faith. My faith is only strong as I believe the object of this chair holding me up right now. Mm -hmm. So my faith is in this chair. My faith is not in my faith. If I sit down, it's going to hold me up. Yeah. Or my faith is not in my prayer. If I just pray hard enough and long enough and say really God holy words and talk into a very holy voice, that maybe God will move, right? Like my faith is not in what I say. Yeah. My faith is not even in my faith. My faith is in the object. And I think that's one tweak that most people, they'll say this mountain in my life, well, it's just on me. Mm. It's, 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 I just don't have enough faith to move it as if your faith is in you. Yeah. 
or, or in another person. Well, I got to wait on them if they don't. My faith is not in them. So the first thing you have to do is put your faith in God because why? Only God can move mm. mountains. Yes. The impossibility in your life can only be fulfilled when God does it. So your faith has to be in him. And that's so important. And I think sometimes the enemy wants to lie to us and we twist that. We think it's in our words and our faith and my mm-hmm. attendance at church and my prayer. If I just read enough scripture, my faith is in. If I just read enough scripture. Yeah. And so my faith is in God, who's the object of my faith. That's good. That sort of goes back to a couple of weeks. Just talking about how like we're trusting him to do this. Like it all goes back to having our focus and our faith in Christ. But that's so good. Uh, and like you said, we're all facing mountains, and if we're not facing one now, we need to be getting ready for the mountain that we're mm-hmm. going to face. What advice? You gave a couple of tips. Well, real quick, you want, you want to put your faith in God. You want to speak to your mountain. Most people don't want to speak to the mountain. They're afraid of the mountain. It's the big, bad beast yeah. under, the ta- under the bed, right? So they don't want to speak to you. You got to speak to it. And then you got to uh, ask. Ask God to move this mountain. And then you got to believe. You got to believe. And believe is, um, is faith in action, I talked about that. There's a difference between your faith and belief. Mm-hmm. Belief is I believe something so much that I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to get ready. I said, if you pray for it to rain, you better bring your umbrella. That's belief. If I believe this chair is going to hold me up, my belief is I sit in it. My actions, I put my faith, I sit in it and believe this chair is going to do it. And then I said, get ready to receive it. And what's so crazy about this is that there's a lot of promises in the Bible, and we talked about this, is there's conditional and there's unconditional. And there's some things God says, if you, I will. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, then I will do this. Um, He says, if you not let Joshua 1, if you not let the word depart from your mouth and meditate on it day and night and keep it on the forefront of your thought, then you will be successful in all that you do. If you, I will. He says, if you tithe, I will open up the floodgates and I will bless you. There's a condition. That's a conditional promise from God. If you, I will. And there's a lot of unconditionals as well. This one he talks about is a conditional. We got to get in position. And he talks about in this text, and the reason I want to make, drive this point home, because I, I have a story real quick to c- connect to it, is he says there's two things that will keep mountains from being moved in your life. And so when there's two things there, I, I want to lean in, right? Because I've got a mountain. You've got a mountain. What do I need to do to move this mountain? The first thing he says is do not doubt. Unbelief will keep, let's say this is a mountain. Unbelief will keep your mountain in front of you. Unbelief. And then he goes on and says at the end of in verse 25 there, he says, and unforgiveness. He says, so when you pray and there's someone you need to forgive, you need to forgive them just as your heavenly father has forgiven you. Mm-hmm. So the text clearly says unbelief and unforgiveness will keep a mountain in front of you. And until you can believe and forgive, then the mountain can be moved. Mm, and how many people hold on to grudges? Yeah. How many people hold on to bitterness and anger and hurt and pain? And I'm going to talk about something that happened last week. I'm talking about something that happened to you mm-hmm. 20 years ago, 30 years ago. He walked out on you. She walked out on you. They said that to you. He did that to you. And you still harbor this pain. And the reason I want to share that is right after church on Sunday, uh, um, I, I had a, a situation or a counseling situation. And long story short, this person that we're talking with, I won't give any names, but, um, when they really realized and we prayed about it and see where this pain was coming from, it was from, and they didn't even think about it, didn't even want to aware about it, but it was when they were a, almost a teenager um, they, they were harboring unforgiveness to their step-parent. Hmm. And they came in talking about this mountain, but had no idea it was unforgiveness hmm. here that kept them captive for that mountain to be moved in their life. Yeah. 
And so we pray, and I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to not only pray and forgive them, but pray for them. Mm, and this is the first time this person prayed for the person that hurt them. And so they prayed right in front of me. I said, me and my wife were sitting right there. I said, we're going to pray. They prayed, and they asked God to tell them, God, I forgive. And then it said, and then they prayed for them mm. that God would do something in their life. And then when that was over with, guess what? God moved that mountain. Crazy, right? We would say, isn't that just coincidence that happened on that Sunday that I'm talking about moving mountains? So happened. Absolutely not. That is a God thing, man. God brought that person at the same time, and God brought you here today to jump in right here on this recap and rundown because He wants to speak in your life that you've got a mountain, and remember, can't doubt, and you got to forgive. Those two things are conditional if you want mountains moved in your life. And thank you for this is our prop today being a mountain. I wish Josh was here. He's not here to. Looks like a little chia pet, don't it? A little nice little chia pet. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Well, there you go. You got your homework. I know we're all facing mountains. We all got things in our lives that just seem like they're impossible to move, impossible mm -hmm. to get through. But it's sort of like the story in, that you hit on, the fig tree. Um, it didn't die just like withering away. It died from the root like um, Jesus. And it's like you have to go back to the root and the doubt and unforgiveness. Mm, so there's your that's homework. So good. Oh, that's so good right there. That'd preach. That'd preach. <laughs> But, well, guys, we'll see you next week for the rundown.